All right, guys, welcome to episode 79 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy, Tyler. And I am Ever Castro. And this week, we're going to talk about um, Uncharted 3. We'll talk about uh, <laughs> a, <laughs> watching the final two episodes of a season <laughs> and, and rewriting some wrongs uh, from the past episode. Um, we will talk about... Uh, I, I watched Black Widow and Shang-Chi, the difference between them and some of the, you know... Uh, some of the things that I noticed uh, watching Shang-Chi mm-hmm. and what it means going forward for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, and, you know, we do briefly talk about the... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? The sanctimonious uh, franchise. Uh, the abomination. Of Ghostbusters. And how this is... Um, you know someone's legacy and they must (laughs) must continue on in the name of their father Uh, but first watching uh doing and yeah. um i see i see the first thing on your list uh yes. i yes. see i see in all caps huge so i need <laughs> you to go ahead and tell me what this is yes so last week you know i talked about <clears throat> ted lasso season two right and i was mm-hmm. like yeah it was fine you know it ended up on a, on a good note and the season was good and and that's what it is and and right remember right. And i was like it's like yeah it's like uh, guardians two and then we moved on right and so then um, this past week, I started a, another show that I'll talk about when I finish it. And I got about two episodes in, and I was like, and I had, I think I was like eating dinner or something, and I was taking a, or something like that, and I was like, ooh, I bookmarked an article on Twitter that Film Crit Hulk wrote about season two about, of, of Ted Lasso. And I was like, ooh, let me check it out. Because this, this mm-hmm. is, you know, he's a good writer, and so I clicked it. And so I'm reading the first paragraph, and I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then I start the second one, and I have like a Nelson Mandela effect. I was like, wait, he's talking about stuff that didn't happen. What is this? And I was like, wait, did I miss an episode? Did I like maybe Sydney watched one and then I, you know, I clicked next and, you know, watch the one that she meant to watch. Okay. And so then I go to Wikipedia and I'm like, oh, let me see the, the summaries. That'll help me. of these 10 episodes of the season. And so I go right. to Wikipedia and I click and it says season one, 10 episodes, season two, 12 episodes. So I literally missed two episodes at the end of the season. <laughs> oh, you missed the last two episodes of the season? And I, dude, not just that. Not the fact that I missed the two uh, episodes. They, they literally are like the like they're like the climax of the season they like bring oh, everything oh, together shit. in a very narrative propulsive way <laughs> oh fuck that's amazing dude i was like oh my because i was like when i watched them especially when i watched the penultimate episode i was like what oh you thought gosh, was the penultimate episode no no the re- the actual one once i actually because oh, okay. i was like fuck i told Sydney, i was like sydney i, I messed up and so then I, <laughs> I like i stopped i paused the other show i went back to ted lasso and i watched the penultimate episode and i was like my gosh so much <laughs> stuff is happening right now <laughs> <laughs> and dude and then the finale so the thing was is that <clears throat> you know and the one that i thought was the finale stuff sort of wraps up in, in, in a slight way, but just in a way that, that made me, for multiple characters, go, ooh, that's going to be a big thing in season three. Like, somebody confesses <laughs> nah, their love. Nah, it's a big thing this season, dog. No. Yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> like, there's one where, where um, somebody confesses their love. I was like, ooh, love triangle in season three. Nope, that thing, that happens in the last two episodes. <laughs> That's this guy's gonna this guy's gonna be revealed to be a big jerk next season oh my gosh when the heel <laughs> turn happens no the heel turn happens in this season <laughs> next episode <laughs> anyway and so yeah dude season God, two. imagine if you'd have never hold on imagine if you'd have never right. watched those two and you got the season three right. and like what the fuck is happening <laughs> dude I said I told Sydney I was like Sydney I was so close like I almost missed it because like her and I talk about 
like are the shows that we're watching but it's not like i don't go oh that scene with this and that she just we just kind of talk about overarching things like wow the season mm-hmm. was great whatever right um or she'll be like wow that was a great season i'm like that is a great season or maybe we might talk about a season a scene or two but for her to be like wow the episode that's my favorite episode you know compared to this episode or that's episode because she's she she knows what, what shows she likes but she doesn't like I'm like, what's the favorite season of this or that? She'd be like, I can't quantify that. It's just like the show, yeah. and so I feel like that's what it would have been. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like if I hadn't gone to read, and, and not just not not just like read the article, but like read it so close, because I could have easily been like, ooh, a month later, be like, oh, I gotta go back and read that article, and I've gone through like two or three shows and been like, wait, I gotta get back in Ted Lasso mode. <laughs> right. Yeah, but anyway, the the dude, it's. It's Guardians One, good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, those last two episodes really fucking switched the whole they, game. Dude, on. They brought it all together. Everybody's art comes together. Ted has this great coming together moment with like a journalist. Uh, you know, the guy who I think who makes the heel turn makes the heel turn, and it's perfect. The the love triangle ends on a perfect note, and it it it. it, it kind of like season one where like you could be like this could be this this is what i love about some shows that finish their seasons right mm-hmm. is that like for example what i thought was the finale and it was gonna be season three i was like this is a good one right because i thought I, I i don't love it when shows do this but i get it because you got to get people hooked right you got to keep people right. on there so i i do not hold it against them but my favorite shows are the ones where the season finales could be potential series finales because then right. you, you don't leave anything hanging. You could say, you know, if a meteor hit tomorrow, this is the show that we made and it ends perfectly. And they did it again because in season one, that's what happens. And then in this one, you know, if it ended now, you could be like, that's it. You know, everybody ends in a spot where they could end up for the rest of their lives kind of thing. Right. Right. Which is not what the penultimate, you know, the episode that I thought was. But I wasn't going to hold it against them because, you know, like, it's tough out here. You got to get people hooked, right? So, um, yeah, it's a, dude, it's so good. If you can find a way to watch it, season one is perfect. Season two is like, I was wrong. I was so wrong. <laughs> it's Guardians 1 good. <laughs> All right, I definitely, like I said, uh, that's definitely on my list of things um, to get to. Yeah, dude, I was just cracking up all week. I was like, oh, my God. Like, if I hadn't, I don't know. I was like, I was just cracking up at myself because I was like, <laughs> and I just, dude, and it's one thing if it's like, if I like, you know, if we, if we, um, if I do that, right. But because then I could go back and whatever, right. But the fact that there is a recorded record of me going, <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. Like, we literally recorded the episode. <laughs> Because I think I think what happened was that you know we recorded on last Monday, and I think like that Wednesday day is when I noticed, or maybe that Tuesday night is when I noticed. So we I would have totally caught it before we recorded. I would have been like I had a show, but I realized that I didn't finish it. But you know, well, let me give me some time. But I, I listened to our episode, the last episode yesterday morning, and I was like, wow, this guy's a big bozo. He doesn't know what's going on. He's like, hey, it's a uh, Guardians two. It, like leaves everybody okay. I think there's some hanging. I think I literally said there's some good stuff for season three because somebody confesses something or something um, yeah that's amazing oh man all right yeah. so that's uh, so back to ted lasso two it's a solid yeah 10 out of 10 yes yes exactly <laughs> it is yeah. not an 8 out of 10 uh subpar version of season one it is no it's no 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 it, it's own. it's the real deal it's the real deal um so right. what have uh what have you been playing i see you got uh, uncharted 3 still How, how's that going so I finished Uncharted three. Nice, nice. Um, finished it. Uh, I the uh, we mentioned in the trailer. There's the scene where he's climbing up the um, in the trailer for the movie. Yes, you know that scene with Tom Holland. Where yeah, he's like, yeah. Uh, when he's climbing on the on the uh, um, jumping cargo, up the big like sh- yeah, cargo yes. containers. That yes. that happens. Uh, that's that whole scene's really good. Um, it's it's just a really solid game. I th- I think it just does everything two did a little bit better. Like I, you know what I mean. Not, it's not not to say two's bad, but you know, like it, from where I'm standing, I don't see anything in. There's nothing in three where I go like, ooh, that's a step back. Like maybe it doesn't do everything better. Um, yeah. But it looks a little better, and I don't mm-hmm. think there's any significant drop in quality. So I just to me, it's like a next step. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it, it's a logical next step. It didn't fumble anything. I feel um, like this, the, talking about the Uncharted, you know how you're saying that, you know, not to say that 2 is bad. It's kind of like how we, when we talk about, well, Black Widow, I see you also having a list. You know, it's kind of like the Marvel movies, right? Where, like, right. even, like, I've said before, like, even Black Widow, which isn't, like, amazing. It's better than 
no, a lot 85% of eighty-five percent of action movies out, right? Right. Like and I feel like that's what the Uncharted, right? Like you'd be like, well, so, you know, three is better than two, but like two is better than oh, like almost all first-person shooters or all third-person shooters, right? Right. Like it, it's definitely the best of any type of game that tries to do this thing, like yeah. Tomb Raider. Like it, it's just far and away yes. better than Tomb Raider, oh, right? And that's yeah. probably its closest competitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I played the you know. Well, I played the reboot Tomb Raider years ago, years and years and years ago, and I I liked it a lot. But then, you know, recently, ever since I got my PS4, I I, I played two and three, and I'm just like, ugh. especially. Well, I didn't think it helped that I had played Uncharted just before playing both of those, because then I'm mm-hmm. like, ugh, what is this ripoff? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, finished Uncharted three. It was really good. Um, it does do. There's two things I wanted to point out about this game that I think are like. Uh, Slight missteps, but only such minor things that it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate, I hate, 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 hate when video games drag on a fucking like hopeless moment. Like, and and it's like a, I don't really know how to say it, but it's happened in other video games. I just can't put my finger on it. Do you mean um, like um... when he's fucking walking through the desert? Like, I get it. There's nothing oh, around. Oh. He walks over a sand dune fucking camera cuts come back to him you have to control him to walk him over another sand dune yeah, camera cuts know. nothing there you you get a scene of like he's like oh i think it's water you walk over there it's not water it's a mirage more walking through the sand like it's like you're not gonna kill me for real right this, so right? like and it's like yes i get you wanting to give me this feeling of hopelessness but like we don't have to do this this long you know what i mean like right. you give I me think... like six different like camera shots of me just holding an analog stick in no particular direction, just walking. Like, yeah. I get it. <laughs> I, I think I think that the only one that um, has ever worked for that has been um, Halo Reach. But even then, it was because... I never it, played Halo Reach. You didn't play... Really? Okay, so spoilers for a 12-year-old game, I believe. Yeah. Um, at the end of... Well, do you... So... Halo Reach is like a prequel to all the Reach movies. It's like when right. when um, Halo fell, or like the, their country, yeah. whatever fell. And so at the end, it's kind of like uh, what was the movie Rogue One, the Star Wars one. That one's another one. Where it's like that where it's like it's a prequel, but you know everybody's gonna die, so you kind of go, oh no, right? And then at the end of, of Reach, you play as your guy, and all your crew is dead, and you know everybody's evacuating the the, the, the planet, and then you're left with like you just have to kill a bunch of grunts right in the right. field. But you just keep killing them until they eventually kill you. But like, oh, see those I'm okay with because you're still doing something, right? right? Well, not just you're doing something, but you actually die, right? Right. That it happens. Like you can't be like, oh god, I'm in the desert. But he's like, dude, I got like six hours to go. Come on. Yeah. And then so there's another game like that called uh, Final Fantasy Crisis Core. Uh, mm-hmm. Or Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core. So it, it's a also a prequel to Final Fantasy VII. In um, Final Fantasy VII, spoilers, uh, you learn that you know Cloud has memories that belong to another guy named Zack, and so Cloud wasn't actually the like high rank soldier that that he thought he was. Those were memories from Zack, mm. and and you learn that Zack, you know died to save cloud and so crisis core is zach's story and it's like a Mm -hmm. prequel and at the end of crisis core you're zach you put cloud like cloud's like half passed out because he's been like gravely injured like almost killed and you like i can't remember put him on like a truck or whatever but basically you tell cloud like get the fuck out of here i'll hold all these people off as long as i can Mm -hmm. and so cloud leaves and you are zach and you're just like no matter how like broke you make your character over the course of this game like they just the enemies just keep coming you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. you're doing all this crazy shit just like blasting enemies and enemies and enemies but eventually they overrun you and you know what i mean it's like right those aren't those don't feel bad to me because it it, like you said it is the end this is the culmination of the whole thing like it i mean obviously it sucks that you have to die because you'd rather your character just live and make it out alive but like if you're going to do a story in where in which the end of the story is this character dies. Like, this is the most satisfying way to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, long scenes where I'm just like fucking wandering through the desert aimlessly. Like, okay, like I get it. It's a, yeah, you know right. What I mean? <laughs> right. It's like, you got your point across like three minutes ago. And then right. they, well, you know, why are we still doing this? <laughs> and they don't let you move at full speed. They do like the, 
Yeah, exactly. So you get like three camera shots of you just wandering through the desert. Then you get one of like the well that ends Mm -hmm. up being empty. You get like two more camera shots wandering through the desert. And then the third, the next thing is you like end up back at the well and he's like, oh, I'm going in fucking circles. It's like, why have we done this? Why are we doing this so long? (laughs) Have you, uh, I was going to say, I was like, wouldn't it have been just nuts if the game, he just dies and the game just ends there. Like he passes out, falls over and the credits start rolling. Neil Druckmann and it's just like rolling, rolling, rolling. You're like, oh. You're like you motherfucker. <laughs> That'd be the least satisfying end of any <laughs> fucking game ever. Uh, uh, the desert uh. does eventually take everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Um, so that's Uncharted Three. Nice. Uh, do you think you're gonna play? You, you've played four. Do you do you I think have played four. It? I probably will play, replay four at some point. I've stepped away from him for a minute just to get like a fresh, mm. um, and then I'll, I'll definitely go back to him and play four. Nice. Um, do you want to talk about one of your things? I actually have a, a yeah. second. Uh, yeah, go ahead and talk about yours. Yeah, yeah. So then, the, one of the b- big things that I watched this weekend was uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is the... It's the Paul Rudd one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a sequel to the originals from, like, the 1980s. They, there was okay. two in the 80s. And um, it was ungood. Um, I oh, no. I did not like it. But then again, I, I think... I think the Ghostbusters movies just aren't for me. Like, I think people, some people love Ghostbusters, dude. They, like, love right. it. They love the first I'm one. I'm not right? one of those people. I'm, I'm not either. And I think I think the reason is that I've let their fans affect me in not liking it. Because I, I've seen it. It's fine. It's a, it's, a, it's a comedy, right? Like, it's no different right. than, like, those, like, 80s comedies. Like, Animal House or fucking, I, don't know, I can't think of another one. That's just, like, it's a serviceable comedy, right? Like, people, it's, it's, basically, it's an SNL skit, which is that, what if you had, like, exterminators, like, just blue-collar exterminator dudes, except instead of pests and termites, they killed ghosts. It's like, you know, you take, you know, because your house is overrun with demons, but you call the Ghostbusters, and they come in, right? Like, that's, it's, it's just, like, right. a bit. It's an SNL bit. And so, what I think... What Ghostbusters fans and what this movie does is that they treat it with like it's like it's it, with such reverence. It's like oh my god, you're a Ghostbuster! Whoa! And it's like super serious, <laughs> super like like you don't know what it takes to answer the call to being a Ghostbuster. Oh! <laughs> and it's like oh my gosh! And I'm just there in, the, in, in like the theater, like oh my god! It, like it's a it's a dumb movie. Like Dan Aykroyd gets. A hummer from a ghost in that movie like it, it's not real like it's not it's not this highbrow like supreme comedy and, and whatever and, right. and not even like a great drama right it's just like a dumb goofy comedy like there was an article from the director of this one who's the son of the director of the first one and he's like you know my whole life i've been running from this franchise and i know that if i didn't make a movie that i, I wouldn't feel complete and my father wouldn't but i'm like what are you Jesus. talking about it's a movie where the a guy busts ghosts right They're just like <laughs> ghosts like it doesn't like what are you talking about but then this movie itself i think is just too serious it's too like up its own you know, blood, but reverence and just like I'm like, oh. you know what's weird though is that like without I mean I again I'm not a big fan of Ghostbusters and like yeah. it, there's nothing wrong with it it's good but I'm not like out here fucking rocking a suit you know what mm-hmm. I mean like cosplaying mm-hmm. as a Ghostbuster. Um, the one thing I wonder if like do you think there's any way? Well, I guess you could just basically fucking explain it away or ignore it. But, like, to me, like, there being a reverence around Ghostbusters um, does make, like, in-universe sense. Because don't they at one point have, like, a giant fuck? I know it's right. a comedy, but there's, yes. like, a giant fucking monster ravaging New York and they, they save it. So, like, yes, yes. I can They're see like... why it turns into that. It's just, like, yes. I just don't think it works as that. And so you kind of just have to leave that alone, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Right, right, and it's like when you have that, it, it it's like yeah, because you're right, because it's like they do save the universe from like this thing at the end, and I think that that's what I, I think that's what broken it has broken people's brain is that in the '80s they somehow pulled something like that big off, and so then people nowadays they go well, they did big thing, Avengers do big thing, Avengers treated seriously, Ghostbusters treated seriously, like they just <laughs> right. like in their mind it just it, it's like how can there's no way we can't treat this seriously? They had a big giant monster attack, and it's like well yeah, but like. You don't have to, right? You can just right. make like a, just like you could do like um, what is it, workaholics? Except make it Ghostbusters. Like that's funny. Like that, like right. it's a comedy. Like right, it's so somber and like self serious. And oh, dude, there is. Do you have you ever been in a movie theater where you're sitting down and somebody does something so cringeworthy? You want to like 
eat yourself like into your seat and like you Wait, just want in a movie cr- theater it, just anywhere i guess in, I mean, in a movie theater, just at home okay like, somebody... yeah i have had those situations where like out in public or anything like that or do you mean like on a movie like in a movie Maybe like in a movie, like somebody somebody does something so awkward or As like, in, like a character in a movie does yeah. something so awkward. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I can't think. think uh, like, I, there's a couple like, scenes in the office that are a little like that. Yeah, but that's intentional. This is right, just like for so sure. I'll tell you the scene right, when I was okay. like, I just wanted. I had my hoodie on and I just wanted to rip my hoodie over my head and like just like suffocate myself and and just end my life. And they just right. find me dead in the chair in the movie theater. <laughs> so. The main girls, or, like, the main characters are teenagers. So it's pretty much, like, a coming-of-age, like, um, like, E.T.-type situation, right? Right. Um, with, like, teens, and then, like, the younger sister, and whatever, blah, 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 blah. And so they get arrested for, like, trespassing or something. Okay. And they're at the cop, and at the, at the police station, and the girl goes... Um, I gotta call my mom. Give me my one call. And she's like, I, you, you have to give me my one call. And so then the camera turns to the police officer. He takes a step forward toward the camera. The camera zooms in as he's taking a step. And he goes, hmm, who are you gonna call? Oh my god. Oh, I wanted oh, to. Oh, oh, yeah. In that life, I, in that moment, dude, I just wanted to be anywhere else but in that movie theater at that time. I was like, it doesn't make sense. Like, what you wanted to do is you wanted to fucking. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> dude, and then, and then, but then, maybe I'm being too nitpicky. And here, maybe I'm being too serious about it. Because then, so there's like villains and they're being unlocked and they're unlocking ghosts but then there's like sequences that happen and the ghosts are already out and so then i don't know dude it isn't <laughs> i don't care but some people really like it i, I well i think half the people i went to the audience because I, I went by myself and half the audience was like super into it and half of it wasn't like dude literally the movie ends and they're like you know everybody like the 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 um the the when it comes down and everybody's like hugging it's like we survived we did it yay and then it cuts to like um like a shot of something else like in new york or something mm-hmm. like them setting up shop or something there is a guy who literally takes he gets up and just bolts out he like literally just walking doesn't make eye contact with the screen to check out that he's missing anything the credits have not started rolling they're just out of there and i was like <laughs> you know what that's gonna be me as soon as the credits hit dude it was i don't know maybe i guess if, if if you love ghostbusters then check it out if you are like me where you're like eh it's not and that's the thing is that maybe it could be self-serious if it had like jokes but i laughed like twice and i'm like this thing has paul rudd in it it's supposed to be funny like it's a comedy yeah Uh, but yeah it was yeah just ungood and yeah i just maybe i also don't like bill murray's thing you know maybe that's not my thing you know he's like oh i'm bill murray i'm super dry all the time i'm like Maybe it's got okay. it's got moments for me uh, where I think it works really well, but uh, you know it's uh, it, it, I think it just depends on everything going on around it. Yeah. Um. um do you think you're gonna watch it? No, I have no okay. interest in that movie. Okay. <laughs> That's gonna... one where it's like legit. Like you could have you could have done a fucking scene by scene breakdown of everything that happened. I wouldn't have felt bad that I got it spoiled. Yeah. Um. Well. Yeah. Let me give me like a, I say if you if you want to watch it, give it like give us like two minutes starting. Now, so at the end, they're fighting the main villain, the main, like, bad ghoul ghost thing or whatever. Right. And they're like, oh, my God. The new teens are like, oh, my God, we've been defeated. And then you hear, not yet. And it's, like, the three living Ghostbusters, and they show up, and they're ancient, right? They're, like, old, old, old. And they show up, like, everybody, take out your proton packs. And they, like, start shooting the monster with the the beams or whatever. Right. And then, so the one that, so the kids that are the, the stories about, they are the grandchildren of one of the Ghostbusters, Harold Ramis. But the thing is that Harold Ramis passed away a few years ago. And so then they're like shooting the beam. And then the girl, the main girl is about to, she's like, I got it. I can't hold it. And then a ghost comes up behind her and it's Harold Ramis. Stop. Like, and, and he like holds the gun to like help her hold it. And it's like I don't know how they did it. I don't know if they like got a guy who looked just like Harold Ramis, or they got like they like CGI'd his face on somebody. But like I was like, I'm sure his family was okay with it, but like it just felt so icky to me. I was yeah, like, that's I was, like, awful. He's been dead and like <laughs> to bring back like a ghost for like, this movie. For this <laughs> movie, because like, oh. he like comes back as like a normal ghost, but it's weird because like so he comes back like as a normal, just like human 
ghost. Like, he looks like a human. He's just got, like, a blue glow to him, right? Right. But all the other ghosts in the movie are, like, Slimer. They're, like, fat. Like, Wah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, they're, like, they're like what you think of, like, a ghost, right? Yeah. Like, the one's, like, a fat, chubby one. And he goes, right? And they have, like, yeah. big tongues. And they have, like, pokey either eyes pop out and stuff. And so, in my mind, I'm, like, wait. Are you mm-hmm. saying that's going to happen to Harold Ramis? That's terrifying. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. And so I was in Sydney. I was like, I'm sure his family's going to get a lot of money for it. That's awesome. Harold Ramis is awesome. I'm sure they clear. Like, there's no way they didn't clear, like, some sort of, like, signature or money thing for it. Or they got some lawyers involved or something. But just seeing it, I was like, Ugh. Yeah. Yikes. Icky. <laughs> That's no good. Yeah, but no, anyway, so yeah, that's Ghostbusters. That's, yeah, that's Ghostbusters. Afterlife. Afterlife. Skip it. <laughs> Stupid ass. Who are you gonna call? Oh my god! <laughs> I wanted to do what is it called when they stab themselves with a sword? They find a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Japanese, you know, the, the what is I forget what it's called when they kill themselves. Oh, seppuku, where they fucking yeah. Like, I wanted yeah, to do like, that right. I want to stand up and be like, "Look what you've done to me, America!" <laughs> <laughs> Who are you gonna call? That makes no sense. <laughs> oh shit. Um. So, all right, so that's... Yeah, oh yeah, what else have you been <laughs> So, I've watched two movies, actually. I only have one written oh, down, because yeah. I just watched the other one last night. So, I'll mm-hmm. touch on both of those. The first one's Black Widow. Um, Black Widow was... Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it really... I don't I don't know what it was. The I felt like the pacing was particularly rough. I felt like the very first, like, hour was, like, mm-hmm. a slog. Of just like, I, I don't know. I and like, I can't put my finger on it. I just remember, I had to pause it at one point and to I think use the bathroom or something. I had to pause it, and I saw the amount of time left in that movie, and I was distraught. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh no, mm-hmm. and it gets better. Mm-hmm. Like it, it really picks up as they break him out of prison. Um, yes, yes. I thought that prison break scene was awesome. That and then going to her house really gets. You know what it is? I feel like the plot doesn't move at all in the first hour. Like mm-hmm. the you break him out of prison, you find her, she tells him where the red room is. But like between those two things in the beginning of the movie, all you know is like Scarlett Johansson and her sister want to kill the red room. Like that for an hour. That's all we yeah. have. Nothing. Nothing. There's no new info. There's like. Like, all that hour does is, like, give you a little bit of setup of why the Red Room is bad, which we didn't need because we already have Black Widow telling you, like, we have the whole prologue scene of them, you know what I mean, and them shoving the two girls into training. Like, there's enough there, you're like, oh, bad, got it, you know what I mean? And then, like, they're like, oh, well, you know, they mind control some people, and then it's like, oh, you know, like, and it's just like, they spend an hour on like setting up the red room as being bad which we already do and then like working on like a sister dynamic between like creating a sister dynamic between Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh except for the fact that we know that Scarlett Johansson is never going to be in another fucking movie again this whole fucking like you setting up this dynamic is pointless yes that's like I mean everybody I've talked to is like that dynamic would work awesome if you put the movie where it was supposed to which was before Infinity War because then, at least you, even if even if the, she doesn't hang out with Florence, you can at least be like, oh, look, she's wearing the vest. Or she's hanging out with her sister. Or right. When she dies, you're going to be like, no, Florence Pugh never got the sacred. Because I think at the end, she's like, I'll see you soon. Or something like that, right? Yeah. She's like, I'll see you soon, too. Or something like that. And then when, you know, at the, in the end game, where she falls off the cliff and dies, you go, no, she never got to see Florence Pugh. Right. It's like, right. It's just a off, like, I don't, was it originally planned to come out before Infinity? Uh, honestly, no way, right? I don't, I don't think so. I honestly don't know. Like, I'm, that just I'm seems really... like a fumble. Not sure. I feel like it's sort of like somebody was walking out the door and they were phone keys wallet, and then they like, like oh, oh fuck, shit. we left the we left the black widow movie. <laughs> right, we left the, we left the black widow movie on the on the keychain. <laughs> oh fuck, we gotta go back and get it. Um, exactly, exactly. So it it wasn't bad. It's just like yeah. I remember thinking, like like I said, I was like, holy shit! If the next like hour of this movie is like this, I'm in bad shape. And yeah. it picks up and it's really good, like for the whole second half. I um, I really I thought the um you know when the when she's fighting the taskmaster and the the, the, the ship the the you know, spoilers I guess well it's big and you it's already it's been on Disney Plus for a while but the fortress explodes right and they're falling oh, I yeah. thought that looked really good in terms of CGI I thought oh, it was gonna sure. like, I I think that you know 
I, I forget, you might have seen the CGI artist react where they talk about that movie with The Rock where he's in the parachute and his face looks like they just put somebody's, his face oh, over, yeah. like, like super glued it on top of somebody else's face pretty much. Yeah. And that's what I was worried about. I was like, oh man, it's going to look fake because it's hard to get somebody looking like they're falling in the wind and stuff. Like we talked about Tom Cruise on yeah, the Yeah, I was about to say, train. just like Tom Cruise. <laughs> right. They, I'm sure they had like a wind... Uh, fan blowing like blasting 100 miles per hour in his face and i was like that's so hard to replicate especially if you're going you know falling but i thought she looked it looked like she was there it looked really good i thought that would look really good that was like one where i was like oh my gosh like she's falling it's gonna look like a dummy and with like this weird like pasty cgi scarlet face but it looked good yeah so i i was happy with that um Mm -hmm. and then uh overall black widow like i'd say i'd say it's good um, yeah. like it, if you were on the fence, I don't think it, in my opinion, didn't seem to add a whole lot to the MCU. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think there's, it's going to tie in a whole bunch. So you, if you were iffy about it, you could probably skip it, but it's not, yeah. it's not bad. Yeah. Um, I, I think, yeah, I think that's what I said. I think it was giving you, know, if you, if you're somebody who's like, maybe MCU movies are for me, let me check this one out first. It's not going to convert you. Right. But if you're a fan, you know, it's, it's a good, you know, it's a good, like, you put it on, you enjoy it, be like, that was a good time with my Marvel friends, you know. Right. Like, that's pretty much it. So, um, oh, the sorry, second movie, the yeah. second movie I watched, which I just watched last night, so uh, there's there, there could be, obviously, some recency bias, because it's still, like, new. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, Shang-Chi was fucking Shang-Chi. lit. I was bro. just going <laughs> to say that. I was like, he watched Shang-Chi. Because yeah, I was about to say something, he's like, this motherfucker watched Shang-Chi. Yeah. So, <laughs> that shit um, was a banger. <laughs> yeah. That was so good. Um, um, well, with this one and with Black Widow, did you do the IMAX thing or did you just watch it just like I hit play, play and I didn't even so like if it if it started as the IMAX version, I didn't notice like I I don't think so. I think it was just the standard. They just the, like the black bars. You had like yeah. your black bars were pretty big or like just normal sized. Yeah, I think so. Okay, okay, yeah. I would say if you get a chance, go back and watch at least the the bus scene and the the scene on the side of the uh, the building with all the the okay. bamboo yeah because i think if you if you go to the app and you go to like other versions it'll have you it'll have those two and i would say just check them out i think it it, it doesn't add a lot but it looks a cooler but uh but anyway so yeah so what do you you, you liked shang chi as a whole oh my god it was great it mm-hmm. it it, it mm-hmm. filled um all right so there's this thing that like i have like one friend who i like consistently have to like fight with him on this and and like the, the problem that i have fighting him on this is i i see what he's saying but i also feel like you're just being overly like you're you're overly simplifying everything to make your point like which is that he says like all the marvel movies are all the same like that you either have like the funny one or the serious one and i'm like well yeah every fucking movie is either like just funny or just serious you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. there are jokey movies there are movies that are not jokey you know what i mean like also, it's a superhero movie. Like, yes, there's going to be a giant action scene because it's a superhero movie, but that's mm-hmm. not to say they're all the same. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, and I feel like this is a perfect example. Like, this, Black Panther, and I can't remember, like, uh, this, Black Panther, Ragnarok, um, I feel like are, are, like, off the top of my head, pretty distinct examples of how you can have a superhero movie Mm-hmm. It fit in the same framework because it has to be a superhero movie and get like drastically different feelings out of all of them, mm-hmm. right? Like they they don't feel the same to me at all. Like other than they be- they they are all owned by Marvel and all the movies came out. I think they they differ themselves in enough ways to, um, you know, not just be like, oh look, all these movies are the same. But mm-hmm. Shang Chi was incredible. Um, it did one hundred percent did do the thing I was talking about where I was like, I hope we just get a big budget martial arts film. And that's basically what it is. Like, I love it. I, I, well, it's more than that. Yeah. Um, but like you mentioned the bus scene, one of the best, one of the best action scenes in a Marvel movie. I think the way they're filmed, I guess like not necessarily the stakes or anything mm. like that. Um, but like if they started filming all their action scenes, like they do film this, the scenes of Shang-Chi, I'd be so happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I, I think, and I was telling Mikey, because when I was home for Thanksgiving, like, um, right now I'm at my 
I guess, future in-laws. But earlier this week, I was at my house house, and I, was, I watched it with Mikey. Or I was watching it, and I was like, dude, isn't it so cool? Like, in the movie, that, that bus scene just goes, like, it starts, and you get that first punch. You're like, oh, shit, like, right? But yeah. then it just goes on and on. Like, it just, it, it's a long sequence. Not that I'm, I was complaining at all. I was like, no right. way. I was just saying, like, it, it, it sort of was like, whoa, they're still going, and it still looks awesome, and it still, like, has, like, great action beats and stuff. Right, and the same thing with the other scene you mentioned on the side of the hotel, where they're mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. through the um, the bamboo. Yeah, the bamboo, like uh, what are those called? Uh, scaffolding. Scaffolding. Yeah, the outside of the building. All that's perfect. They zoom out to give you the levels, so you can see each person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My favorite part of that was the moment he sees her about to fall. Yes, are you talking and, about the long and, take. Yeah, the long take where he's like sprinting through, getting through, mm-hmm. people, like whipping around. I was like, "Oh, this is fucking mint!" <laughs> and it looks so good. And then, like, and then he like catches her right as she's about to fall. Right? Yeah. Um, uh, so good. I thought that was awesome. I will say, and I don't know if you feel the same way. I thought spoilers for Shang Chi. I guess. Yeah. Um, at the end, I wish that the fight, the final fight, the true final, like final boss fight, right, mm-hmm. would have been him and his dad. And not the two dragons. Right. Because while the two dragons looks it looks cool, you know, they look realistic, they look neat. I thought his dad was an awesome villain, and I would have loved to have seen them just, even without the rings, just straight up, like, like I love the fight between Shang-Chi and, um, I forget, I guess Ghostface? I don't know. The the the, the, the henchman with, like, the white ghost yep. mask. In that and same they, scene with the, the yeah. scaffolding, yeah. That was so cool. Like, he throws a knife and he catches it and he flips it around, right? And right. it is so good, and it's one-on-one. It's, like, in grounded, right? And and the, the the final fight with his dad does have some of that, but it's mostly just like chewing like giant rings, CGI rings, pew pew pew, right? Yeah. And it and it's fine. I mean, that's what you that's what you came here for, like right? It's Shang Chi yeah. and the Legend of the Ten Rings, right? Like it, it's fine, right? Yeah. I just wish it would have been more tactical because the whole movie, I'm like, oh, he's gonna fight his dad. Oh, he's gonna fight his dad, right? Like he's about to kill right. Ghostface, and his dad stops him, and you're like, oh my gosh, oh, ooh, he's gonna fight his dad now, n- n- now. And then at the end, he finally does, and it's like, oh well a little diluted right right Um, the that for sure um i think uh i think that's another thing where like the movie does suffer a tiny bit by needing to like i think you have to do that unfortunately to um put the 10 rings in scale i guess Mm. in terms of the marvel like like right, right. these ten rings can fucking destroy like a world-ending dragon. So like right, that's right. why these are fucking important now. Whereas like if it's just him and his dad fighting, and if he... the other thing too is I do agree with you. Like it would have been cool. What I was hoping was mm-hmm. that um, at one point the dad again spoilers I guess uh, yeah it's spoilers. Just skip ahead a little bit, please, because um, I do feel like I want to talk about this. Yeah. The he takes the five rings, right? Like, his mm-hmm. dad, like, shoots five at him and they turn orange because he grabs him. Right. I was like, this would be a perfect time to have, like, him with five, his dad with five, have, like, an actual just fist fight. Right? You know what I mean? Right, like, right. like, And, and uh, that didn't happen, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, sucks. But the other yeah. thing... Um, and, well, well, just touching on that a little bit, I think it's kind of like the difference between why the Neo versus Agent Smith fight in the subway in one is way better than the one in Revolutions and the third one where he's fighting the super mega Agent Smith where he like punches him and he goes flying into a building. Right. right. I think because the subway one is tactical. It's like grounded. I mean, there's like little flashes, right, where he like... Right. He punches him and he goes flying a little bit, right? When he yeah. like spits up the blood or he like... He punches the wall and like the wall goes flying. There's like little flashes. Like these are two regular people, but there's like they bend the rules here and there. It's just like little, like little, a little razzle dazzle, a little sprinkle, right. right? Whereas in the other one, it's just dumping the salt into it, and you lose all weight, you lose everything, right? So it's like I would prefer to be like you know he punches Shang, and then Shang goes back like three or four feet because it's like the magic rings, right? But it's right. Like, still grounded. The uh, like the very first fight between uh, his dad and his mother. Yes, and yes. In the forest. Mm-hmm. Like, that's perfect. Yes, like, it's yes. enough mm-hmm. of, like, she's, like, whipping the wind around. You know what I mean? And, like, right. he still, like, fires a couple of the rings, but ultimately it still ends up, like, a dance, which is basically mm-hmm. what these need to look like to be to work. Right. Um, but that was good. And then the one thing, though, where, like, boy, I'm fucking, I'm terrible. We've talked about this. I'm just, like, a standard movie watcher. Like, I don't, I don't fucking pay attention to shit, mm-hmm. like, little cues, nothing like that. There was, like... It's super obvious to probably everyone, but, like, I just was like, 
Ah, oh, I caught it this time. Which means it's probably way too obvious, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> Super heavy-handed. But just, like, I thought it was a cool thing that, like, he goes to... Like, he, he, he goes to the, the place to reconnect with his mother, basically. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, and, and, um, you know, he has that moment, and she's like, you know, like, the whole thing is, like, you have to be who you are. There's the good and the bad, and that makes you whatever. I thought it was a super cool touch that, like, he is doing, like, the open-handed thing the whole time, which is, like, you know, the difference between the mother and the father, basically. Yeah. The, the final thing to, like, kill the dragon is him, like, realizing that like just like the the visual is the closed fist like you know what i mean right like that's how he calls him back and it's like that's cool like just as a measure of storytelling to show that like he's now accepted that like his you know what i mean that that part of his father is also a part of him and so he just needs to make it work right Um, right it's about finding the the balance inside him i yeah no yeah i don't think i noticed that well then the final fight but um i you know just when he's using his mom's moves right in the fight with his dad but yeah, if you go look, like, as he's, because, you know, the rings are where they are, spinning, and yeah. he's, like, falling down, and the very last gesture is, like, the closed fist, like, stance that he originally took, like, you would see, I think it's, like, the first one he does on the bus, you know what I mean? Like, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, so he's back to, like, finding his center, um, yeah. so that's cool. Um, That is one thing I wish they would have, I don't know, I don't, maybe I don't want to have everything explained, maybe I do want a little bit of mystery, but just something... You know, because his dad throws a five at him and he controls him. I wish it would have been something like, oh my gosh, like the rings chose you. Because I don't think that they, they don't, they just like takes control of them. Yeah, that happens with his mom in that fight too. Which I think is like. She takes like five. uh, Well, it's it's not so much that she takes five. He shoots them at her and then she grabs them. They turn orange just like they did with Shang-Chi and she Mm. throws them back at him like as an attack. And then like he grabs them. But like I, I think it. I, I think they probably didn't work on explaining that a whole much just because, like, oh, look, we've given you the evidence that, like, this has happened for some reason. Right. Once maybe before. it's like, maybe it's not that the, the, the rings chose him and they're like, ooh, we like this person better. It's like he is able to, like, take them and be, like, use them. He's able to make them his own just as make his dad did differently. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. It's right. probably, it, I, I viewed it more as, like, a strength of will type of deal. Mm. Um, I, um,. I like the somebody was talking about it on Twitter or something. They were like, you know, it's interesting that they they're, they're rings, but they're bracelets, right? right? But it's like it's they're clearly if they are meant to be rings, then they're meant to be on the fingers of somebody huge. Oh, so I was like, oh, I, was, I told Sydney, I was like, Sydney, giant. Oh, I never even thought about that. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's like they were clear. Maybe they were. Maybe they belonged on ten fingers for some Ooh. creature. Yeah, but they are the size of somebody's forearm. But then the the creatures just. Right. Yeah, that that that's really cool. Uh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Did you um did you watch the post credit sequences? I did. Um, Um, I know one of them is when they're examining the rings, but what is the other one? I forget. The other one. Oh, his sister. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, his his sister. sister. That threw me off a lot Mm -hmm. because I feel like he says like they ask where his sister's at, and he's like she's shutting down the operation, and then like the after credit scene is like her running the operation yeah and it's like i'm like is this supposed to be bad because that doesn't make any sense <laughs> like, <laughs> like is she just immediately going to turn on her brother like now that she has like what, what is happening right now yeah, she's probably like i want my own disney plus show <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> that's probably it um uh-huh. but then the other one was the rings with wong which uh was pretty cool little scene yeah um, a little like ooh, where did these come from ooh. yeah so, like, yeah. th- the other thing, too, is I was a little worried that Shang-Chi was going to end up being, um, like, uh, I know they brought him in early, so that would lead me to believe that he will be a big part of the MCU going forward. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like anything, if you bring in a new character, Phase 1, probably going to be kind of important. Yeah. And well, it, it's Phase 4, but you get what I'm saying. Like, it's Phase mm-hmm. 1 of the next setup. Yeah, it's um, like the, the ground, it's like bringing in, like, a Thor. Right, like exactly. Yeah. So, like, I was hoping, but I was a little worried still that, like, I don't know, it's just a different direction, right? It, he's a much less well-known character. Um, his powers aren't, like, clearly defined in any real mm-hmm. sort of way. You know what I mean? And I was just worried that this would be a character that gets lost, like, just kind of lost and is just there a lot. Mm-hmm. But um, that post credit scene... And maybe I'm looking too much into it, but it seems to make the rings very important. You know what I mean? Which, yes. which to me would then lead to 
he has to be important. So I'm excited to see him in the rest of the series. Um, um, do you think? Um, well, now it's like you know, I'm saying his powers are a little bit ill-defined. Right? Like he's just like a super well-trained. He's pretty much just like Hawkeye or Black Widow, except with magic rings. Right. Um, but you know, his dad lived forever because they gave him immortality. So I'm not now. I'm like, well, does that mean that he's gonna live forever because? Of the rings, it's and what like, it seems like. Right. The, the like only, the the like, Caleb was like, "What is he?" Because I mentioned I wanted to watch it, and I was like, "He, from what I read in the comics, he seems pretty cool." Like, mm -hmm. and like, and she was like, "Well, what is he?" And I was like, "You know, I don't really have like a good way to answer that." And I was like, "The best way I can answer it, is, I have like two examples, and they're both probably not great. One is Liu Kang. Like, like he <clears throat> is a trained martial artist who also has like." feats of magic on his side like luke kang can turn into a giant dragon and eat people right. you know what i mean that's a thing he could do like th there's like a spiritual level of like magic that is involved yeah. and i feel like he's that's also his... like an extremely well-trained martial artist <laughs> that's him that, i feel like that's yeah that's shang chi too right because his mom is like controlling the wind right and she's like right. in that little she's like, right like she's like ooh, magic and even his uh, i think his aunt right is the one that trains him in like the wind and stuff or right and so the... oh there's like something more here the only other thing I could, like, relate it to in terms of, like, if we're trying to scale it somehow mm -hmm. is that, like, to me, he would fit in the same way Captain America fits in. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Which is that, like, hand-to-hand mm -hmm. -hand combat, like, he's super strong, super, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, Agile, super, like, super fast. Well, and... that, but, like, more, like, can take a punch. You know what I mean? Like, he's mm -hmm. going to have the... Uh, constitution to like take damage just like captain america did you know what i mean right um, like well like captain america got punched by thanos and he lived but like right. black widow gets punched by thanos and it's you know she's much right. <laughs> same right. thing with hawkeye Red Mist. Yeah. um so he's he's definitely and, and the the rings the rings plus the spiritual level of just like being able to withstand those punches you know what i mean like it, there's there's enough there that he will fill that gap, I think. Like, I'm not yeah. saying he will be as beloved as Captain America was. Um, I think that's basically out the window with pretty much any character they bring forward now. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I do think that's, like, the kind of scale you're looking at, right? Um, so, I, I'm just excited to see him going forward. Like I said, I was a little worried that he might just fall by the wayside, but it seems like they've placed the Ten Rings in a measure of significance uh, in regards to everything else. Um, especially because the, in the comics, Doctor Strange is like, the, the, the movies have done this backwards, which is that like in the comics, Doctor Strange has always been like one of the strongest people in the, in all of Marvel, right? He's like mm -hmm. one of the strongest, but he's never around much because he's always like, I've got bigger fucking problems. Like, <laughs> like, like I understand that like you have ultron out here just demolishing the things but you guys are gonna have to figure that out because i've got fucking dormammu who's like a giant world universe eating fucking spirit on the other end of this that i'm dealing yeah. with what they've done is they've turned captain marvel into that for some reason like captain mm -hmm. marvel's like uh sorry i gotta go and like is just busy doing other shit while this like, is uh, happening. you're not the only planet or some shit like yeah, yeah. Right, right exactly so it's like they've done it backwards to, to how it is in the comics but like anytime i see anything Doctor Strange related dealing with something, I'm like, oh, this is probably going to be strong. And so yeah. you have Wong in that pro schedule scene, like, trying to figure out what the fuck these are. I'm like, oh, these these are important now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, he should know. If he doesn't know, then these are important. Right. Um, so, I'm just really excited about that. Shang-Chi was fucking lit. 10 out of 10. Definitely watch. I think it's... If you're the type of person... Alright, much like you said, like, if you're not sure on Marvel movies, like, is this going to be the thing to persuade you? I think this is definitely a movie that can persuade you. I think um, so too. I I think uh, you know I was telling you that we were we were at my sister's the day before I left to Sydney's family's, and um I just put it on. I put it on. I just put it on the, just to have in the background. Mm -hmm. Um and I put it on the IMAX once just so that you know if scenes were happening I could be like Mikey look that or you know or, you know Mikey and I could talk about it, and so then halfway through the bus sequence I look over and my dad's watching it and then he mm -hmm. ends up just like literally just watching the whole movie. <laughs> Or most of it, almost all of it, just like, sort of, just like you know, sitting in the chair with his like arm 
on the edge just like watching the movie i'm like yeah it's pretty good right yeah and he's like yeah, yeah it's pretty good I'm like yeah when we got and then when we got back home i put it i put the rest on his tv before he we went to bed but i was like yeah it's, it's pretty good and then and, and i've said it before i love netflix and disney plus for their language options they are the best dude they have every single language dub they have every single language uh closed caption um they they are um both Netflix and Disney Plus are leaps and bounds better than HBO Max or Hulu or any of those other ones. Right. So, yeah, that I, I, yeah. Have, I have heard that. Obviously, yeah. I don't have uh, a way to check and really... You know, <laughs> I don't have any uh, good way to measure that, but I yeah, have heard yeah, but, that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, well, yeah. Oh, another thing about Shang-Chi, just super briefly, is I, mm-hmm. I'd have to go back and rewatch it. But I remember distinctly feeling near the end... That this did a really good job of, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, like the there was hmm, the the contrast of the visuals between like them in the city, them in like uh, that underground fight club, whatever. Like them mm-hmm. in Talo. Like I, I feel like they were all so visually distinct that mm-hmm. it gave like a good feeling like of of like phases right or like acts, right i think i think that's probably what it's for if i had to take a guess without actually knowing much about movie structure or anything those probably all signify acts in that movie right yeah. where it's like in in the nice i just remember at one point just being like wow this is like not just that like talo is beautiful because like the colors are super vibrant but knowing mm-hmm. that this was a distinct departure from like the last two sections you know what i mean um i just thought Did it was you... really well done did you did I send you the the film the the Twitter thread about um <clears throat> you did not but I saw it cuz you're talking uh, about James Bond, right? But the James Bond one, right, yes. right. Where it was like the guy who the directed by the same person but just two different cinematographers and he talks about how Skyfall and um Spectre both have like this muted look, but it's about shaping that muted look to like blues or to purples or reds or high contrast. Where it in your mind, you know, in the back of your mind, your mind goes, "This looks different," and then right. you can sort of go, "This movie has different sequences right. because they all look different." Whereas Inspector, they all look like this mush yellow, right. and when you go, "Remember that scene with this?" and you go, "Like, no, they all look like that, right?" Exactly. And I feel like that's the case with uh, with this one, where you have like, <clears throat> you know, like high contrast, like bright sub uh, bus scene, and then you have like the neon lit. Uh, scaffolding scene right and then you have like that sort of greenish bright yellow scene in the um in the woods even earlier on that right and yeah. so in your mind you go remember that scene in your mind goes red yes oh that scene yeah i remember that scene yeah it looks different right and one thing and this may play into it also that like i, I didn't even think of till just now I, I had this thought while i was watching the movie but i don't know how much it plays into the cinematography thing that we're talking about mm-hmm. i remember being surprised that they do a lot of like random flashbacks and then staying in the flashback for a while and then all of a sudden just being back to the same spot and it Mm -hmm. doesn't feel confusing at all Mm -hmm. like and i wonder how much of that is like them visually being like look like you see these colors you know you're in this and when you come back to something different Mm -hmm. you're immediately like ah yes like we're you know what i mean like your brain doesn't have to attempt to place that flashback Mm -hmm. in something else it's just like oh yeah we're in this spot now that's exact, and that's the same move that the um, the Little Women remake did. I think two years ago now. I think one of our first episodes, I was talking about how much I love that movie, and I think it, it does a great job, and it's, it does exactly that same thing. Where you know, the, in the previous, it, it it helps the story because in the previous parts of the story, when they're all happy and together, it's like bright yellow, it's high contrast, and then when you go back to quote quote present day, it's like blue muted, and it's sort of. It, it it amplifies the the themes that the story's trying to tell just visually, and I think that, that that's sort of what this does as well. Because like, there's um, the whole he has the flashback with his he, he it starts like him with his mother, then the flashback still in the flashback goes mm-hmm. to like his dad basically being like we're going to take care of this, and then mm-hmm. like him basically being told to kill the man that killed his mother, and then like it. These are all spoilers, so I'm fucking this up for whoever. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking put a note back, right? <laughs> like, yeah. We're going to talk about Shang-Chi for a while. There's going to be some spoilers. But um, 
where it ends is him back in Talo, which is normally this green and vibrant thing, right? Mm-hmm. But it's nighttime. It's like pitch black right. him talking to someone else. And so you don't lose like the... It meshes, right? Because the beginning of the flashback is the bright green Talo, him and his mother. It goes to the darker bends of it. And even though right. we're ending, we're coming out of the flashback into the area that's normally bright green and, and happy and everything. Like, because we're currently somber. Like, it's nighttime. And so, like, it, right. just that little bit of visual, like... It, it brings you, like, oh, we're back in present day, but we didn't, like, lose all the feeling of, like, the somberness that's going on. You know what I mean? Like, right. it just placed it perfectly. And stuff like that is... This is, like, one of the first times I feel like I've noticed it on my own without, like, having someone tell me, like, <laughs> see all these things? Like, right, right. Yeah. And before you know it, you'll notice it in everything. Right. It's just about, you know, training it. But, uh, but yeah, dude, yeah. yeah, Shang-Chi's awesome. I'm glad yeah. people are watching it. I'm glad. And, like I said, definitely give it a chance. And, and if you have, like, you know... 10 minutes here or there go back and watch those action scenes in IMAX a to watch them because they're awesome right um but then today you could but then also b you can be like oh wow this actually does you know show a little bit more or you know it, it just fills up the whole screen yeah it's definitely i'm i'm excited to, to yeah. check that out all right so before um, you know you're gonna wind up watching the whole thing you'll be like oh, well you know, <laughs> exactly I'll watch this next <laughs> yeah, yeah i'll watch this next scene yeah yeah there's really like i said with the pacing of black widow where like the first hour was a slog none of this felt like a slog like yeah yeah, I, I, the only thing that I was worried about was like after the final, the final, final battle was done, I, I had to pause it because uh, the cat knocked over something in the kitchen, and yeah. I saw there were like twenty minutes left. I was like, oh fuck, like they're gonna drag <laughs> out the end, and then it was like most of it was credits, and I was like, oh, yeah, man. it's just the, the <laughs> thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of CGI. But I was like, oh no, twenty minutes after this, yeah. there's no way, and then they were like, they were like, no, there is no way, it's just credits. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Shake Cheese is awesome. Um, is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, like in the episode or just in what we've uh, been Well, watching? like what we've been watching, any, any, I mean, um, we're no, basically coming to the end, so I wasn't sure if there was anything else you wanted to talk about. No, no, we can just talk about the Amazon deal. I think that I just wanted to, um, touch on that before we wrap up the episode. If All right, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Amazon is nearing a deal to make the Mass Effect series, the video game series into a series series. Okay. Um, which is nuts because I love Mass Effect, mm-hmm. and it's not something that I would say is um, unfilmable. It's not like I'm not like, oh my gosh, how are they going to pull this off? It's a pretty. I don't think it's a standard sci-fi series. It's pretty heady, right? Like, I think the right. things that they get into are pretty like sci-fi heavy, thick. It's like Dune level stuff, right? Um, but I just think it's interesting. It's like a it's a streaming arms race, right? Like I think everybody's trying to pick up some sort of series. Um, I just thought that it, it, it's interesting. I'm, I'm interested to see just how much money they pour into it. Yeah, I saw like I saw this, and the thing is, I never got super into Mass Effect. Um, I played the first one. I think I finished it. I never played two and three. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, just by virtue of them being out for forever, seeing enough articles, knowing enough people that love those games, I've picked up on a lot of what happens. Um, and I, I do think that. That is, is, it could go one of two ways, right? Which is that, like, it can either piss off everybody who loves Mass Effect if it's not done well. <laughs> or, if they do it well, I think it works perfect as a series, right? Like, like yes. I, I guess there's, the, they're the same uh, pitfalls as anything else that uses an already existing IP, which is to say that, like, you could piss off the people that originally did it, you know what I mean? But I also right. think this has more of an upside where you know a lot of things fit and then on top of uh, on top of like you said like the real heady kind of like um not just standard you know lasers and explosions right there's like a lot right. of, of like shit that goes on yeah stuff um, about, like genocide and and right and planetary like uh rival not rivalries what is it like like war like the the big i forget them the, the race it's been so long the race's name there's like the the big like sort of guy that looks like a bull he's like you know this this creature hates my planet so i hate him too right like it's right. Like that kind of stuff and and the one um, thing that i think will be incredible for a series is that um i think it's one of the things that actually pushed me off of mass effect a little bit mm-hmm. is that like i i do like to be a completionist there is so much shit in mass effect <laughs> there is so fucking much and yes. I think that because there's so much there, you can, you don't have to make any leaps, any, any, like, 
weird uh, decisions to make certain things work quickly. Like, like, like the relationship between Shepard and any of the people in his crew. Like, there is a mission in the game that explains it, right? Like, like, like that right. makes it work. And so you just take one of those missions. There's an episode. You know what I mean? Like, or like. You take you, you take two of those and do them in one episode. You get half the crew together. You do a couple of those, get the crew together, yeah. and so like you, they're not going to have to make any like weird creative decisions to try and get all these people together that you don't have to do in a game, right? Yeah. Like like I, I, the game has made enough available for you to just be able to do it within the framework of stuff that already exists without having to like put your own touch on it and possibly fuck up something that's already good. Right, right. Um, and I was telling Mike, I was like, you know, the only thing that matters now is just whether they make it click, like, in a story-wise, right? Because everything else, you, I mean, you have the universe sort of designed for you. You have the villains, the Geth. You have sort of, like, you know, the look of it. It's already been decided for you, unless you want to change it dramatically. So now it's, you know, just make us care. Yeah, and the, I was the casting him, will be, that'll be, a, that'll be a weird one to me. Yeah, like, to and I wonder if they'll go with, like, Shepherd. Yeah, if they would do if they would do dude shepherd or lady shepherd because I know that that you know I know it's pretty much like I've seen a lot of people really want the female shepherd because that's like a big thing about the game is that you can play as either one. Yeah, um, yeah. and I was telling I think... Mikey. Oh, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say I was telling Mikey. I was like, dude, like this is just the beginning of this sort of arms race just to lock down this IP. You know, like because like Showtime. Um, well, they it was supposed to be on Showtime, but I think they moved it to Paramount Plus. They have a Halo show coming, right? And that's gonna be huge. And then Amazon has that billion dollar Lord of the Rings series coming, I think, later this year. And what else? HBO has The Last of Us, which I'm sure they're gonna pour a bunch of money into. So it's just like right. I think Amazon was just like, what what series? Like we could give us more. And the thing is, you know, Disney pretty much just has to be like, all right, we have all of the popular IP, but we can't pour more than like a hundred million dollars per ep- per like series per season on it, right? Right. But Amazon can be like, oh, a billion dollars for Lord of the Rings? Yeah, sure. Or $500 million for, M- for Mass Effect? Sure. That's like uh, Cyber Monday for us, whatever. Right. right? So um, I think it just becomes about, for the other series, you know, like like Halo and The Last of Us, it's about doing it right because they don't have the Amazon money. Right. Right. And the, the thing is, is I, my only hope, right, is that like we've seen in the past, at least with movies, like, throwing a bunch of money and it doesn't necessarily make it better right. so like hopefully you know it doesn't end up this thing where like fucking i don't know i just like you don't want amazon like just fucking just blowing everything out of the water with tons of money and then right, right. fucking left with that so um and, and some of the hoping some of the art still remains and it just doesn't turn into like fucking flashy garbage you know what i mean right right but they actually like I don't know. Make take their time with the IP. They don't just throw a bunch of money at it because it's popular. You know what I mean? Like right. They really right. take their time to try and make this thing work, and yeah. not not just be like, "Well, if Mass Effect doesn't work, we still got Lord of the Rings. We bought for a billion. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and I'm I'm glad it's this, right? I'm glad it's something like Mass Effect because I remember you know being in middle school or high school, and maybe it was just because it was the first time I'd ever played something like that. But being like, "Wow, like this is it's not just like." kill purple monsters they're evil like halo right like the covenant are evil because they are purple and they're like religious fanatics or like the flood right it was like no when you blow up a planet with like a race on it like that's it yeah that's like the last of the species right like when you make these decisions they matter like we know like what is you know the geth were here millennia millennia ago and then I i remember watching like just like a scene of dialogue and being like holy shit like this is nuts and it's stuff that i just never thought about before right um and so i really appreciated that so it'd be cool if that if if you know if if the sort of trojan horse people in that way kind of like well not that dissimilar from star trek where you know people you get promised pew pew lasers monsters and then like deep philosophical questions about race right. and, and genocide and religion and stuff i think that would be really cool and if you can do that with like an updated gigantic budget that is awesome yeah for sure and i the other thing about mass effect that i think works too is there's been just enough time away from it yeah um mm-hmm. like I, Ma- mass effect 3 happened they came out with andromeda but that shit was a flop yeah. um but like the the mass effect there's just been enough time that i think it's still it's not so old that people are like what the fuck is this but it's also not so new to be like yeah i, I just played the game yesterday <laughs> you know I mean? right. like, and they just replaced they, they just released the um 
what is it called the uh like collection they, yeah the they have the like the upgraded like the, the ps5 remaster yeah remaster yeah the remaster one so yeah um but yeah but yeah awesome i mean i'm excited and i guess hopefully just it's like with anything else that we talk about here that's being into production it's just like Please just be good, please. Right, so let's see. Video game related stuff. We have Mass Effect. We have The Last of Us. What was the Halo. other one? Halo. Um, they're doing a Metal Gear Solid thing, I remember. Right, reading. yes, the movie. Yep, yep. So, like, there's just uh, Uncharted, the movie. I like, think Assassin's Creed is going to be a Netflix series, too. Okay, that's a good one, too, yeah. I think. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm excited. Like, I, I fucking play video games my whole life if video games start becoming good movies and shows which has not been a thing in the past i'd be yeah. very excited right right no absolutely absolutely so, um but I, I think that's what we're calling the episode uh this yep. week so um if you want to catch me you can catch me at t money bags on instagram and twitter and i'm at evercaster 92 on instagram and if you want to catch the podcast directly you can catch it at diff animals pod on instagram and twitter or email us different animals podcast at gmail.com As usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we will catch you guys next week. Later. Peace.